During Jesus' ministry, he chose 12 people to be his original apostles, and every single one of them were men. Where were the women? Why were there no female apostles? That's the question we're answering today on Ask PD. If we've never met before, my name is Dan. I'm a pastor here in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, and I want to help answer some of your questions about the Christian faith. Last year, I led a massive Bible study that looked at the role of women in the Bible, Old Testament all the way through to the New. And one of the questions that sprung from that study is, why didn't Jesus choose at least one woman as one of the original apostles? Not only were the original 12 all men, even the 13th one who replaced Judas was also a dude. That left some people in my group wondering, was Jesus opposed to ladies? Were first century females not interested in Jesus' ministry? Or is there something inherent in women that means they shouldn't be in leadership? Of course not. Jesus had a very good reason for choosing only men for the first group of apostles, and his rationale was primarily theological, not cultural or biological. So before I share with you what that is and some scripture to back that reason up, it's important to point out that women were incredibly active and necessary to Jesus' ministry. In fact, it can be argued that Jesus' ministry wouldn't have happened without the work of his female disciples. In Luke chapter number eight, we're told that Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Susanna, and quote, many other women provided financial support to Jesus and his apostles. You ladies have always been taking care of us men. The fact that women funded Jesus' ministry is a very important detail, and we should be grateful that Luke took the time to record that information for us. You know, in another passage, a woman pours out an expensive bottle of perfume on Jesus, and he says about that act that it is an act of worship that will be spoken of for all time. And although the first century rabbis didn't really teach scripture directly to women, Women are almost always present at Jesus' public teachings. The clearest example of this are the sisters, Mary and Martha, in Luke chapter number 10. Oh, and let's not forget, it was the women who went to the tomb and first proclaimed the good news of the resurrection of Christ. So this is really important. Females were an integral presence and part of Jesus' ministry, and that fact shouldn't be glossed over. We should celebrate the stories of Anna and Phoebe and Chloe and Lydia as much as we do the lives of Peter and James and John. But the question remains, if Jesus held women in such high regard, why wasn't at least one of the original 12 apostles female? Well, there are some practical and cultural realities at play here, for sure. First, women were less educated in that day, especially when it came to the scripture. And that alone would have made it difficult, or more difficult anyway, for Jesus to establish his ministry with ladies as the foundation of the leadership. Second, Jesus uh, sent his disciples around the country of Israel on several short-term mission trips throughout his ministry. In fact, this is what the word apostle even means. It's a person, a person who is commissioned and then sent out on a task. But in the first century, a woman would not have traveled around with a man who was not her husband. That would have been very inappropriate for the both of them. But let's just say Jesus wanted to get around that difficulty, so he chose two women to partner up and then be sent out in ministry. That still would have been incredibly difficult for them. At that time, women did not have the same authority and protections that men did. So the issues weren't with the women in Jesus' day. Rather, they were with the culture that they found themselves in. 
But there's an even bigger reason that the original 12 were all men, and it's primarily a theological one. Before we ask, why were the original 12 all male, we should ask the question, why did Jesus choose 12 apostles anyway, instead of 7 or 15 or 20? Was a dozen like an arbitrary decision, or was it an intentional choice? Now, while the significance of the number 12 might be lost on some of us today, the people in Jesus' day would have understood immediately what it meant. The selection of 12 apostles is intended to mirror the 12 sons of Jacob listed in Genesis 49, who became the patriarchs of the 12 tribes of Israel. So Jesus is using symbolism and symmetry to connect his ministry to God's promises all the way back at the beginning of the Old Testament. We can actually support this pretty well through the scripture. In Matthew 19, verse 28, Jesus said to his followers, Truly, I say to you, in the new world, when the Son of Man will sit on his glorious throne, you who have followed me will also sit on 12 thrones, judging the 12 tribes of Israel. So Jesus draws a direct parallel to the 12 apostles and the 12 tribes of Israel. Then later, when John is given a vision of heaven in the book of Revelation, he sees 24 elders sitting on 24 thrones, which most scholars interpret as representing 12 thrones for the Old Testament saints and 12 representing the New Testament saints. In short, Jesus chose 12 Jewish men because the story of Israel started with 12 Jewish men. That's actually a really important distinction or um, thing to keep in mind as well. The selection of men instead of women has a parallel in the selection of Jews over Gentiles. Jesus made it abundantly clear that his ministry would start with the Jews, but eventually reach the Gentiles, which is just a fancy word that means non-Jewish people. Anyway, and his ministry did. But today, nobody would say Gentiles shouldn't be in leadership because Jesus didn't choose any Gentiles to be a part of the original twelve. In the same way, we should not use the selection of male apostles in the first century as evidence to limit women's leadership roles in the 21st century. Hey, thanks for joining us for another episode of Ask PD. If you have a question about the faith that you'd like me to address in a future video, and many of you sent in questions after the last video, thank you for that. You can submit those questions on our website, askpd.ca. Until then, I pray that you experience the overflowing life that Jesus promised to us in John 10.10. 10.